everyone, welcome to the Powered by Impact podcast, raising the profile of social impact. Today we have Roa McCloskey and Aidan Lett, founders of Go Generosity, an easy to use pay it forward platform that empowers people to be more generous more often. So welcome. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Awesome. Well, I am a sucker for some quick fire questions. And so I think it's a great way to get to know people more. So Rowan, we're going to start with you. What is your role at Go Generosity? So I'm CEO and founder of Go Generosity. Love it. And what's your coffee order? It is a long black. Long black. That is a good solid one. When you're not working, how do you like to spend your time? I uh, love to spend it with family, so I've got three kids, so I spend it with them, um, often it will just be outdoors, haven't surfed for a while, try to surf, um, but haven't been able to do that for a bit, um, but otherwise fishing, love love going for a fish. Cool, that's good, well you live in a good spot for that, you're over at the Mount, is that right, Bay Plenty? Absolutely, yeah, so I'm to- Tauranga side, but um, yeah, get up to the Mount for a fish, which is awesome. Perfect, that's good, and any app or platform you couldn't live without? Well, yes, I'm, I'm a bit of an organized freak, so um, I love my monday.com, Brilliant. which is really cool, so it keeps everything in order. Um, I also love Slack, so um, we use that as a team, and it's so cool to be able to bounce back. A few little giffies get out of hand occasionally, but um, <laughs> otherwise it's pretty good. <laughs> love a good giffy, especially on a Friday, like, I'm all about it. What motivates you every day? That's a good question. I think for me... Um, you know, I think having a sense of purpose uh, really motivates me, hence why I love doing what we do. Mm-hmm. And I think that knowing that we're actually, you can wake up and you're on purpose for something that's bigger than yourself um, is really cool, really encouraging, something that I love. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's so much insight into what we're going to talk about today and why I'm so pumped to have you both on the pla- uh, on the podcast. So Aiden, uh, quick five questions for you. What is your role at Go Generosity? My current role is CRO, um, so that's revenue. So the, the R is for revenue, awesome. which means I look after basically sales, marketing, and customer success at this point while we're small. And I've also got a little bit of uh, dabble in product and things like that as well, just at this early stage. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Dream team, what's your coffee order? This morning I was actually double parked, so I went with a long black with cream first and then a flat white afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Just because this week's been a little bit lacking in sleep. So, yeah. yeah, oh, all about it, that's good. And when you're not working, how do you like to spend your time? Uh, much the same as Rowan. Uh, I've got four kids, so I love spending my time with them. Um, they're still young, so it's really cool just being able to invest in them and help them see them learn and grow. Um, and then I really love my surfing. Uh, one of the reasons for moving down here from Auckland was to be able to surf within 10 minutes from home. Mm. And we're lucky we have Marakana Island just off the coast, which has world-class surf, so yeah. it's pretty awesome. Brilliant, that's yeah. great. And same with you, what motivates you every day? Um, I mean, I think some of the things, the same things that Rowan said, like mm. our business exists to meet the need. Yeah. Um, one of the most beautiful things about what we're doing and why I'm so passionate about it is we're actually we're actually operating in the in the middle ground between commerce and charity. Yeah. And we're really genuinely in that sweet spot. Um, so that's pretty amazing to be part of that. Mm. I think the secondary thing is. I'm passionate about New Zealand as a as a uh, country, but more more to add to that is what New Zealand has to offer the rest of the world. Mm. Not just in terms of our geography and how beautiful the country is, but our way of thinking, yeah. um, like our ingenuity and our ideas and the way that we deliver those ideas is really unique. Um, and so I'm really excited to um, not only build this business and see it work in New Zealand, but see what we can do with it in the, in other countries. Um, yeah. Because it's been amazing to see how the U.S. market has reacted to New Zealanders in the in the last you know sort of ten years when it comes to software, we've had a lot of success. So that's something that also gets me gets me excited in the morning. Gets you out of bed in the morning. Yeah. That's great. And I can't not ask you any Apple platform that you couldn't live without. Unfortunately, this is boring because my answers are the same as Rowan. <laughs> um, and it's probably because they're practical. Like Monday.com for us is genuinely useful on a day-to-day basis, communicating, organizing our projects, making sure they're executed on time, like it's just fantastic, so. Yeah, awesome. So following from that, tell us about Go Generosity. How did it come about? Sort of what was the why behind it and how does it all work? Yeah, so last year um, in lockdown, so my background's hospitality, so I've got three restaurants. 
Um, so we were sent into lockdown like every other business owner in New Zealand. And we were in a very confronting situation of not knowing what that looked like for us and not knowing if we would make it out of lockdown and if we'd have a business. And I suppose, um, yeah, that was very much of a tough time for me as for every other person. But it was actually in that moment, um, in my bedroom at home, where this idea came to me around go generosity what we have today. Um, at the time, it was just a pay it forward model. And so that literally started by us putting um, the ability for customers to be able to pay it forward at point of sale. And so at that time it was on e-commerce. So we were a restaurant business, selling takeaways coming out of, out of lockdown. And so for us, we just wanted to um, invite our customers on the journey to how we could help other people. And so I was in a very confronting time because um, we didn't have money and we didn't have time to be able to help people on our own. Mm -hmm. And we also needed to pay the bills and we needed to try and stay in business. And so just through this simple model enabled our business to do something that previously it couldn't do. And so that's how it originally got birthed and how it originally started. We were just so blown away with the, with the generosity that came from our customers. Um, just by simply putting a pay it forward amount on our checkout, on our cart, on e-commerce, and to see people come in. I remember this one person, you know, they ordered a burger. Um, it was like a $20 meal and they paid it forward $50 for someone else. And knowing that we wow. could take that money, we could turn it into food. And then the, the final part of that was we actually partnered with local charities to be able to pick up that food and take it to people where it was most needed. And so that's sort of what, what I did for a couple of weeks. And then Aidan and I, we've known each other for quite some time, um, for about five years since I've been in New Zealand. And we were actually sharing, we'll still work out of the same office. And uh, we were just having a hallway conversation. And I literally just said to Aidan, hey, this is what my businesses have just started doing. Um, I feel like it's got some potential and some scale. Like, what are your thoughts? Um, and that was it. That was enough for Aidan. He, <laughs> at that point, he was sold, he was in. Uh, we just started talking, strategizing. We literally had then started um, like Monday night sessions because we were both full-time in our own businesses. Yeah, of course, yeah. And so we started just catching up on Monday nights, um, just started whiteboarding it and just dreaming and just really planning for, for what we have today, which is um, which is pretty awesome. That's great. And so it came out of COVID? Came out of COVID. There are some good things coming out of COVID in terms <laughs> of, you know, like how we can help people and, and the need for people in the world definitely that's right. grows. So that's, that's awesome to hear. That's great. What was the first step in seeing Go Generosity come to life? So it was a hallway conversation. Um, Aiden, being the guy that he is, was like, yes, this is something I can jump onto. What was that first bold step you took? Well, I think the first bold step was us actually making a decision to register the business. Yeah. <laughs> and to literally um, start catching up on those Monday evenings. You know, um, Go Generosity has been birthed through amazing people coming together to fulfill this vision and this journey that we have, right? Great. And so we've seen that come through. There was there was a, a guy who's a part of our team now, um, Ben Rolf, and he was someone that Aiden had been talking with just about startups and just general things that they were, that they were just talking about, dreaming about. And we got Ben in on what we're doing, and he just caught the vision straight away awesome. uh, it was amazing he just started volunteering his time on monday evenings helping us strategize do what we're doing um and along with ben and with aiden and myself the other part of it was it was investors you know we were just quite incredibly lucky that um within the first month of of this idea becoming a thing um we had investors put in pre-seed money and just enabled us to actually employ ben and then be able to go on this journey in which we are today so yeah, I think what really kicked it off was it was the right people around us to be able to enable this to yeah. take place. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. What's been the highlight of the Go Generosity journey so far? And I'm sure there's been many, you know, <laughs> like you guys are already having an amazing impact. But what's that highlight moment? Oh, I think there's two kind of levels of highlight for me. And, and the main one that stands out and the thing that's most important here is the impact. Yeah. That our concept has been able to have now I say our concept um, we're the we're the small part of the story mm -hmm. the legends and the heroes in the story are our business partners and the charities that work with them to identify those people in need so you know we just enable that we power that we're not the we're not the heroes but watching those people a buy into what we're doing implemented in their business be brave and sort of asking their customers to pay it forward or yeah, um, communicating that they're doing this thing um, seeing that work and seeing that money um, get pulled and, and handed out to those in need has been pretty amazing. And there's one story that I think 
particularly stands out for me. Um, we have a number of different businesses on our platform, of course, but uh, we have a beautician. And this beautician had received quite an, a sort of an astounding amount of money in the first little first little while, and that enabled them to give out three beauty treatments. We had a local charity partner that was working with them, and they had some homeless ladies who had been through a rehab program and were just kind of you know stepping into the next phase of their life. And they were the ones that came in and received these beauty treatments. And I, I think from memory, it was a facial and a massage Amazing. or something like that. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. But when they came out and they shared not only how thankful they were, but the impact that this had had on them, we were just completely blown away. Um, from memory, the words were, I've never actually had anyone touch me in a healthy way in my entire life. Wow. This was literally the first time that anyone had touched them in a healthy way. Mm. And this is going to be life-changing for us. Mm. So it was the realisation that not only were we giving something to people to um, see that they were fed and clothed and cared for, but we were giving them a sense of equality yeah. where they felt like they were as valued and as important as other people. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of really blew us away. And that's been, I think, fundamental even in terms of how we're thinking about communicating about the business, like that idea of you're not just paying forward a monetary value you're paying for a sense of dignity and a sense of equality which is incredibly um incredibly important mm -hmm. i think the second wow. layer of this um is look it's it's obviously a nice thing to talk about and how awesome is it that we can do things for our local community historically corporate business has not necessarily had the best reputation when it's come to local impact and caring for our communities and all that sort of thing now, thankfully, that's beginning to change, and we've seen some awesome businesses do some really cool things in this space. Totally. Zero with mental health, um, foodstuffs with their um, food, uh, their food sort of um, initiatives. But for us, going and talking to these big businesses, um, the largest in New Zealand, and seeing their excitement about what we're doing and their willingness to be involved, that's probably the other thing that's just really been a massive highlight. Mm -hmm. Like. Any, any um, perception that we had that big business didn't care, I think has been completely eroded and they probably care more than anyone. So, wow. and that's right at board level through the CEOs, through the teams, like it's been, it's been phenomenal. So yeah. That's, that's encouraging, eh? And, and mm. especially when it's kind of unexpected, you know, you're sort of not sure, sure and you think you might have some roadblocks with these people and actually it's opening doors. Mm. That's really, really awesome to hear. Absolutely. What's been an unexpected challenge on the other side of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I think for us, um, just seeing the need that's been, you know, we knew there was need and we've always said from the start is that we will, the need will drive us into, you know, where this company goes. Like, well, first we'll see where the need is. And so I suppose what that has meant, that's been asking questions to charities in terms of where's the need. And we've been quite blown away with the response in that in terms of, um, just first of all, they're not necessarily being asked. Like that was actually a real big um, turning point for us is like often people are gifting things to charity or trying to help them, which is awesome, but actually not starting off saying, hey, what do you need? Mm, and that wow. was really confronting for us in terms of, you know, we had one incident where this charity um, who we were talking with actually broke down crime because they're like, no one's ever asked us where the need is. And so we'll be able to, we're quite surprised going, well, imagine if we could get you access to what you need, not just what we think you need. Mm -hmm. And so that was a real turning point for us. And um, on the other side, it was a real surprise. But I think just seeing things like, you know, 47% of Kiwis can't afford to go to the dentist or they choose not to go to the dentist due to the cost. And being able to see that, like, that's nearly half our population can't Crazy. even afford to get their, their teeth looked at. And so just the just dreaming in that space, going, well, what does it look like for dentists to be part of our platform where they can receive paid for donations from their customers and that money's being used to provide dental treatment for people who need it. Um, and so that's been just a real shocking, I suppose, fact in, mm. in terms of what we've been doing. Mm. Um, but that also just inspires us to be able to dream and see what that looks like and how that can be enabled. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's... Um, Overall, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, that's so interesting to hear that charities are so used to organisations or people going, here, have this, have this, have this. This is what we're going to give to you because we think you need it, but not actually just being asked, where's the need? What do you need? You know, and then providing that that yeah. way. Great. And, it, and our whole vision with that is 
to ensure that through these pay it for donations and when the product is created out of the business, the charity can come in and get access to what they need. So you just take supermarkets, for example, it's about then giving charity a voucher card or whatever it may be from that supermarket so they can actually walk in and get what they need. Mm. So things aren't being sent to them, they're taking what they need, which is which is life-changing for a lot of people. That is, yeah, that's cool. Well, hindsight is a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> if you were to start again, knowing what you know now, is there anything you do differently? Look, I think um, I think for us, like we've been in business for, you know, between the two of us for quite some time. And I think the cool thing about our journey is we've learnt a lot along the way and made a lot of mistakes along the way. And we still will make mistakes. Yeah. Like, absolutely. And still are making mistakes every day. I think... Um, you know, what would we do differently? I think it's around, it's probably what we have done differently. So where we've learned these from these mistakes and that's around building really solid foundations into this business. And so for an example for that is um, not expanding too quick. Yeah. So like we're dreaming, like we've got so many ideas and so much vision and it's a global vision. Like we do not want to, um, it's something that we just get so excited getting out of bed knowing that this isn't just going to stay here in New Zealand, but like we're going to go beyond. Yeah. And we're both convinced and we have a conviction that that's what's going to take place. Um, but in saying that, you can't just go and spread yourself thin. Like you've got to build a solid foundation. You've got to dig the foundation deep and lay it strong. And I think that's something that both Aiden and I have really stuck at in terms of our strategy. And to a good point where Aiden's probably pulled me up a few times because I just want to I just want to get get running you know I just want to get on the road and go and we've had some actually really good healthy confronting conversations like hey we need to just slow it down a bit we need to take our time we need to build a good team we need to get the right team yeah Uh, we need to get people that have the same purpose and same vision as us and we just need to prove this thing we actually need to make sure it's proven like um just because we have the conviction that it's going to work other people don't know about this it hasn't been done before in this space so i think just yeah building those foundations and yeah we've definitely learned from that so Mm, yeah um i think in in line with that is focus yeah um and that's rowan just touched on it before there's so many ways that we could use this platform and so many awesome ideas that we have and we love dreaming but actually we just need to stay focused on a couple of key verticals initially which for us is things like food clothing healthcare. um what are, what are the other ones fmcg mm-hmm. you know so some big some big box um, volume type businesses rather than taking every opportunity that comes across our table totally um and that that's i think something that we knew but we've been tested in it and we've been having to get better at it every day Mm. um same with the idea of mvp and i think this is a massive one for anyone listening who's looking to do a startup um mvp doesn't have to mean software it doesn't have to mean you've started building the thing it can actually just be some spreadsheets or some paper processes or some people doing a few things. Mm. And so we've been really hard on ourselves to make sure that we have proven our business model and the fact that people are willing to pay for the service we offer and that we're actually adding value to our customers before we've gone on the software journey. So I think we're, we're about 12 months old now um, and we're only going into our first phase of proper software production now of course we've had a website and of course we've had a few bits and pieces that that aid the customer but we're really only going into the first stage of our journey right now Um, and I think that's been massive for us like our product roadmap is so much clearer our brief to our development partners is so much better Um, our conversations with our potential team developers in the future are clearer Mm. Um, I think even our investors or people we're hoping to raise capital from have seen that as a benefit and a good thing Mm. Um, so that's yeah it's just been a massive a massive learn and reminder that that's a really good approach to take yeah cool so MVP being minimal viable product yep cool that's awesome now your impact was there from the start rather than implemented later into the piece and so obviously social impact is important to you both what does social impact mean to you both look i think it's um it's all about bringing consumer business and charities together to meet a need great and i think that just really sums up in terms of what we're doing um and that that was the whole philosophy and i suppose the whole thought behind go generosity is you know for me personally um 
history in terms of my life has always been um, if I want to help people, I make money and I donate my money to help. Mm. Or I donate my time to be able to help people. Yeah. And that's fine. And I think that's the majority of us fall in those, either of those categories. And when Go Generosity was birthed, it, and this is why we just get so excited. You can probably hear in our voice, like we actually love what we're doing because we're bringing that social aspect. And as Adam was saying before, along with the commerce, along with the business aspect, and we're then being able to achieve something at a scalable level. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it was all about, um, and again, traditionally it's like, well, hey, my business makes profit and then we go and support someone or we help people, but we never include our consumers on the journey. Yeah. And so we often just tell them, look at all the great things we're doing and so come and support our business, but we don't ever say come and join in on this journey mm-hmm. and help us do more. Brilliant. And so by bringing consumers and the charities and the business together, we can actually meet the need. And I think for me, I'm a real practical person in the sense that, you know, it's we're, it's 2021, right? Why should it be okay for anyone to go hungry in New Zealand? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, that's just not acceptable. Yeah. We actually have all the businesses at our disposal. They're, like, the products and the, and the services that we need to come and combat hunger, they're available. So why can't we get access to them? Mm-hmm. And I think with our model, our model enables that to take place. So rather than charities having to be busting their butts to be raising money, to be paying wages, to be paying full price for products, and then often getting gifted things that they don't need, we're just like, hey, you just go straight into the business and get what you need. Mm. That just takes away a huge amount of problems and enables them to be more efficient and they can get it straight to the source. A lot of that came actually back um, from back in the first, the starting of Go Generosity was talking to charities saying, hey, if we, gave, if we gave you more money today through COVID, could you actually meet more need today? And I, was, I wasn't necessarily shocked with the response, but it was, it was something that was an eye-opener was, hey, we actually couldn't meet the need today because it takes time to get those products or get the, that help or do what it, you know, it, mm. it can take time to meet the need. And so for me, it was just a real practical thing of, hey, but I had, if I had 100 businesses in my local community that had clothes, food, power, you know, um, petrol, like all of these things that were available, could you meet the need today? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well. And so it was just that simple, I suppose it's that Uber-like model. Why go create something new? Um, how about we just, just be innovative and just get access to what's already available, so. Yeah, mm. that's great. When we started the business, we were actually asking this very question. That was probably the question we started with. So yeah. what is what does social impact or what could social impact look like in the best scenario? Um, and I think one of the things that Rowan's touched on here is like not reinventing the wheel. Yeah, totally. And going, look, there's all this awesome stuff out there. And that means several things in our business or the, the platform that we've created. One is there's a whole bunch of people who are willing to be generous. They just don't have a lot, lot of opportunity to do it. Mm. And it's often in a big amount in an unusual context that's somewhat confronting, um, doesn't always feel that great. So how do we enable it to be easy and done more often? Um, When it comes to businesses, our thesis was that they wanted to be generous and that's proven to be true. Mm -hmm. Um, Our tagline after all is generosity made easy. That that is the whole purpose of what we do, like come into your business and enable it to be easy for you. And that charities, um, whilst there was a, a probably a, there was a little bit of negative feedback when we did our original kind of customer um, interviews around the role that charity had to play in social impact. Oh, yeah. Wow. Our belief, and that was to do with how funds were used and the fact that consumers weren't necessarily seeing where their funds were going yeah. and stuff like that. So we went back and went, hey, yes, maybe some of that negative feedback is warranted, but actually it's probably not fair because these charities have started with a really great intention to meet need and to help people. That is the primary reason they exist and that's phenomenal. Yeah. We shouldn't be we shouldn't be hating on that. What we should be doing in our organization is asking a question around how do we help them to do more of the great work that they already do. Yeah. And so that really is one of the things that's a massive part of who we are is like we're here to amplify mm. the whole ecosystem that already exists. We're here to unlock the potential of it to see a lot more need easily get to those who need it so um, whilst that's a really roundabout way of answering your question mm-hmm. um, it's been because we've taken a step back and asked this very question from day one like what does social impact mean to us and what do we think a really good model for that could look like yeah and exactly you guys are a channel for social impact 
you're helping the consumer, the business, the charity, the people in need in this whole, you know, circle of social impact. So just on that as well, our whole vision is that charities through getting access to more products and services is that they reduce their operating costs. So over time, we want to start running analytics around that. If a charity is a part of Go Generosity and we get them access to supermarket products or food or whatever it may be, that that will actually reduce their operating costs, giving them them more opportunity to be able to get donations easier. Mm. And that's the true heart of what we're doing. Mm. Um, and so I think it's just, yeah, it's good for you know people to know that in terms of it's all about amplification, exactly what Aidan was saying. Yeah, so, cool. What's mm. already there, which is yeah. great. So what are the benefits for consumers? Um, well, I think, you know, I just touched on it before, being able to give in small amounts more often. Yeah. And our real vision for this is that your 20 cents at point of sale, your 50 cents, your dollar, whatever you're able to do actually makes a difference. Yeah. So regardless of your situation, you're able to do something and be part of seeing the need met in New Zealand. Um, and so that's that's a big part of it. But I think the other thing that's really um, stood out to us and we touched on it in the story that I shared earlier is like being able to pay forward my favorite experiences or pay forward things that make me feel good yeah. is amazing. Because I'm able to say, hey, I, I get this haircut and this haircut makes me feel good. I can now pay that forward to someone else and make them feel good too. So they're not just getting a thing. Mm. They're getting a leg up. They're getting a different perspective on life. They're getting that sense of equality. So that that certainly seems to be something that's resonating with people is, is being able to be part of, of that and seeing people's lives you know, really genuinely improved um, mm. from what they're getting. Yeah, brilliant. That's cool. And the benefits for businesses? Yeah, so businesses, there's there's multiple benefits. Um, <laughs> you know, there's the fact that generosity is made easy. Yeah. And so just, you know, for me, when it first started in the restaurants, like I've, and as I've already communicated, I have a real passion to be able to help people who want to be able to do this. But at the same time, I was running three restaurants were coming out of COVID. Yeah. So like this had to be easy, you know, like even though I'm the one that originally implemented this, I'm like, okay, I'll do it. But it's got to be easy. It's got to be easy for me. It's got to be easy for my team. Yeah. And because I just know what it's like working with chefs and it's like, come on, boss, not another thing you want us <laughs> yeah. to do, you know? Like, so for me, it was just as simple as, great, when customers come pay it forward, we're just going to make our restaurant food. No other food, mm. not just leftovers. They just make what's on the docket and we put in, you know, so it's just got to be easy to flow on from that. Yeah. The other thing is, it's actually generating sales for restaurants or for businesses that are on the platform. So for them, it's no longer, um, the, we're not faced with this whole, oh, hey, I've only been in business for 12 months. I can't afford to be generous. It's like, no, no, you can actually sign up and partnering with your consumers and your customers, you can now start to be generous every day. Yeah. And I suppose it's actually then the benefits for business is more along like meeting them where they're at. So just on that example I gave, but also as they go along, well, hey, I want to match now dollar for dollar in terms of what my customers do or I can now give more or even just the simple thing of like we've met businesses who are like hey even just the fact that you can come and collect the leftover food at the end of the day and a charity can come and collect that and take it to people in need knowing that that's not going in the bin mm. that's a service that we love yeah so that's probably the first like that's the initial ones a- apart from that we then facilitate of course the um, the relationship between them and the charity and often businesses are just simply like I don't know where the need is I don't know who to call like if we did have leftover food, I wouldn't know where, which charity to start. So the other thing is then what we want to do, we want to help amplify them. So partly what we do when a business signs up to us, we'll do different digital or social ads to help communicate to their customers um, about what they're doing. Mm. And that's going to help amplify and build the business. And so we're all about that. Mm. Um, and the other thing is then giving the business a story. So often businesses... Um, you know, they might be giving their money, they might be generous, but they don't have a story that's attached to it. And so now because everything's coming out from their business, we can then collect that data, send it back to them, then they have a story to tell on their social media or wherever it is that they put the information. And what that does, that that lets them share about the good works in which is taking place, but it then creates transparency and it allows their customers to see where their money went. Mm-hmm. And so everything's just an open book in terms of when you come into your favorite restaurant, and you pay it forward, you'll be able to then see where that food went. Um, and that can be done, obviously, in any business that signs up to the platform. Yeah, wow. Benefits on benefits on benefits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> win, 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 times a million. What are the benefits for the charities involved? 
I think that really is the efficiency piece. Yeah. Um, that that's going to be huge. We're already seeing that it's a, having a big impact. Um, in the future, we hope to be able to provide some real statistics and strong data around that for charities to use as a tool when they're raising other funds. Um, but I think that storytelling aspect as well, because we um, we make an effort to make sure that the story goes back to the business partner and the consumer in some form yeah. so that they can see where their giving has gone. Kept in the loop. Yeah, they're kept in the loop. But the charity can also use that use that content because like I said at the start the business partner and the here and the charity and the consumer are the heroes we just powering it powering this underneath yeah so if the charity wants to use that story as a way of showing the work that they do then they've got access to that um and I, I think the the real benefit when it comes to efficiency what is the actual outcome for them is just enabling charities to spend time doing what they are really passionate about and really good at, which is finding people that need help and spending time helping them. Mm. So we're taking away, and we hope increasingly, the, the amount of you know administration around fundraising and then having to go and produce their own meals and you know, you've got to find a commercial kitchen, you've got to find someone to produce it for you. Um, yeah, we, so we just think we're taking a lot of, a lot of um, work away from them. So. Yeah, making the charities more efficient, that's yep. great. And of course, what are the benefits for those in need? Yeah, well, I think that um, one of the things that's really important to us, it's about creating a quality of experience, right? So, you know, I think often what happens is people in need, they're, they're being looked after, but often it's with just minimal resource. Mm-hmm. And so with Go Generosity, and even again, when it started back with the restaurants, it was like, how do we give people the best possible product available? So for us, it was making the food come from the restaurants which meant the chefs cooked the food. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just what was left over, it's what, it was the best. And it's the same thing as Aiden shared before around the, the beauty treatments, the women receiving that, hey, you're gonna get a beauty treatment that every other woman can afford and it's just part of their day-to-day, you know, things that they do. Yeah. But we value you so much that you're gonna get this as well. Mm-hmm. And so when you pair the people in need along with a charity that's loving on them, supporting them, wanting the best for them, and then you give them experiences of equality, it actually changes their life. Yeah, so wow. for them, it's a it's a it's a hand up, not a hand out. And then you can start doing fun things like we're actually just talking with a local charity around. Often, what they do is they provide um, end of life experiences for people. So people who are suffering with cancer or elderly, mm-hmm. um, just doing some like sightseeing or some helicopter tours or whatever that may be. And so, you know, for us, it's the need is both emotional and physical. So we, where we can now partner with businesses and say, hey, can you take these people up in a helicopter ride mm. because they're suffering with this terminal cancer and this is going to be the thing that was on their bucket list. Yeah. You just, the benefits for them in terms of what they get to do, it's like you can't measure that. And so that's what we're really excited to be able to see take place. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Putting them on an equal playing field yeah, absolutely. would just mean the absolute world to these people. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. That's great. How does your impact practically work? Now we've talked about it, so, you know, Feel free to go into de- detail, dive deeper if you need to, need to. But how does the impact practically work? Walk us through the consumer to business to charity to those in need process. Yeah, well, I guess um, hopefully some of that's become clear during what we're already saying. But totally. it, it is it is very simple. A consumer arrives at point of sale. Now, because of our marketing collateral, our digital marketing, our traditional marketing, those consumers are already aware of that go genre. Go Generosity exists. Mm. Now, to all those listeners who haven't seen Go Generosity yet, it's only being tested in the Bay of Plenty with a handful of about 30 beta customers. So mm. if you're somewhere else and you haven't seen it, that's why. Yeah. Um, but they know what it stands for and what it is. When they arrive, they simply tell the person at point of sale that they want to top up their bill with whatever amount they choose. So that's that's one of the key things. It's whatever amount you choose. Mm. Fifty cents, fifty dollars doesn't matter. Awesome. Um, there is no additional facilities at point of sale. It's simply done through the normal transaction rails. Mm. Our business partners simply account for that using their POS system. So they go normal meal twenty dollars, and there was go generosity of five dollars. So very very simple and easy for them. Great. That money is then pulled and kept in a in a separate place. Now. For anyone who's listening who's a business owner, you'll be familiar with vouchers and how they work. It's, it's, it has a liability on your books. It's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially a voucher that's waiting to be redeemed. 
once that business partner has enough money to produce 20 meals, 10 t-shirts, uh, one beauty treatment, whatever it is they decide, they simply just let us know. When they let us know, we facilitate a charity partner to either send the person who's getting the beauty treatment or, or the experience, or um, the charity comes and picks up the meals or the clothing that needs to be taken to where it's needed. Mm. They pick it up, they deliver it, or the person comes in and receives the treatment. From there, the stories are simply told back to the business partner and the consumer. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so simple, mm. you know, yet when you put it like, yeah, it's just brilliant. You guys are doing some amazing things and changing the game. Like it is so simple, but how did no one think about it before? You know, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like a little bit like that. So yeah. Yeah. Our understanding is that there's no one in the world who's currently doing this. Wow. Um, doing parts of it for sure. Um, but I guess, you know, the biggest thing that underpins all of this, this for us in the future is software mm. so that all of this should continue to just be easier and easier through us enabling it through technology. Um, the technology won't be the hero. It'll just be the thing that sits underneath to make it all run smoothly. Totally. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's an exciting future and, and we believe a scalable one, yeah. um, which is awesome. And, and I guess that we're only thinking about that because it enables us to meet the most need. Mm, do more impact. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the vision is by 2031 that we will have had $4 billion go back to those in need. But from there, every year it's $4 billion that's going wow. back to those in need. So we think that this kind of idea and, hey, just to be, um, you know, go on a bit of a tangent, but this is not just about us doing this. We hope that we can build a model right. and a system um, that other people can either borrow from mm. and, hey, look, we might open source this at some stage in the future um, because it doesn't matter how big Go Generosity gets, we're never going to meet all of the need. Mm. There's going to need to be other people like us who come along and do it. So mm. um, we're really excited about the fact there could be 10 of these around the world. We've just been the pioneers of it and, and enabled some of it to happen. So. Mm. How does it feel to pa pave the way? <laughs> no, yeah, look, I think it's it can be daunting, but I think that um, it's exciting at the same time. Totally. Like I think for both of us, and I know for me personally, um, this is what I'm born to do. Mm. You know, like mm. I remember um, months ago, well, probably only a couple of months in, and I actually had a dream that we we're in India doing this, which was just random. And often I have random dreams, but <laughs> what it did for me, it opened my eyes to say hey, we think that this might just be New Zealand-based and Australia, and yeah, fair enough, we might try and get to the US, but this is actually going to go beyond what we can even comprehend or imagine mm. because where's the most need? That's where we're going. And so this is what this business is driven by. We're driven by the need, and so that's what we'll go after. And so wherever that is and whatever country that is, uh, we'll go after it because we really want to see it met. And so, you know, we've even set ourselves... Um, goals and even for me personally I just I've said to the team I want to see in my lifetime poverty and food poverty eradicated in New Zealand gone mm -hmm. and I just think like why can't we do that we have the businesses and the resources available let's just get it done and I know that sounds simple and that's daunting like I say that and then I also freak out <laughs> but it's like we can enable this yeah we can do it yeah and so we just really need, um, we need amazing businesses, we need amazing charities, we need amazing people to be able to partner with us to enable this to take place. So. Gold, absolute gold. How do you track your impact? Measuring impact is an important thing. Mm, mm. How do you track it? Well, I think that's probably the most exciting part about this is that we've built it with the intention and the value being in tracking it. So mm. the business is built on that premise. Um, right now, that's very simple. Like I said, it's the, the simple act of accounting for that transaction at point of sale. We then collect that data and feed that back to our business customers and our, and our community. Right. Um, going forward, that is just the most awesome question because we're so excited about where this can go. Um, there are obviously some phenomenal technologies that are becoming available to us um, as, a, as a human race, like blockchain. Mm. Blockchain is just... Uh, it's a, a, a decentralized database where you're able to uh, ensure that safe uh, transaction of data is happening. Um, if we enable blockchain or um, blockchain technology to be attached to each payment, yeah. we could actually start to see the whole journey of a single piece of generosity into where it's going and then automate that storytelling back. Mm -hmm. um, so right now we track it and it's really interesting information that we get. 
um, and that's in a, a, a beta testing form. Um, we hope in the future to be able to track global generosity, re- be a, a place where that's reported from and reported on to give people information on, on what's happening in that space and what's happening with generosity. And then also use the latest technology to be able to literally follow that payment on its journey to, from um, generous person to those that needed it and, and, and hopefully back again. And I think that's something that we, we probably haven't quite touched on today is the, what is the ultimate future. It's a closed loop ecosystem of generosity. What do I mean by that? Someone who's received that beauty treatment or that haircut or that um, leg up believes in themselves, then they take the next step in their journey to bettering themselves, which might be, hey, look, here's some education you can go and access because someone's paid it forward um, with regard to a financial literacy course. Mm. They go and learn how to do business. They become a business owner. They then sign up to our platform and become a business partner. Like that for us is like one of the holy grails of this whole thing is being able to see that that full closed loop journey happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think when we're when we're tracing the data, and we always every time we talk about these things in our team, we say if it's about enabling and meeting more need, we'll do it. Right. So for us, the data means that when you're a person who's generous and if you know where that generosity has gone and who it's impacted, you're likely to be more generous. Mm. So I just know that for me personally, when I give money, when I see who it helped, I want to give more money. Mm. And so for us, it's actually just encouraging people to be more generous. Um, And it's just about creating and I suppose providing traceability. And so along with that, then create can create more generosity as well um, because I see where it's gone and I see the impact. And then we also have the ability to measure. So if we're saying 47% of people in New Zealand can't afford to go to the dentist, well, we want to see that number get changed. Yeah, well. So our biggest problem is government not being up to speed enough with giving us those statistics. Mm-hmm. So we have to create our own statistics around measuring that because these things are too outdated. Mm-hmm. So we believe that this thing will be moving so fast that we actually can't keep up with that. And so we'll probably need to start running our own yeah. data analysis <laughs> to show that, hey, it's not 47% anymore. It's this is the new number. And so, um, yeah, so hopefully that is question. Yeah, it does. Mm. It does. And data isn't scary, you know, like every yeah. number is a person, especially exactly. in this case, yeah. every number is a person and, yeah. and data is powerful. It tells a story and it helps you, it helps these businesses and charities tell a story too. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I think what's really important just on that is yeah. when we use the word data, cause I think it can also be used as a, as a bad word. Like we're all, we can all be so precious around, what Facebook's getting our data or you know, yes, those sorts true. of things. Yeah, yeah. I think for us though, um, whenever we connect with a business, the only data we're interested in is how many paid for donations came in and how many meals or how many beauty treatments went out or whatever it may be that that business does. Yeah. That's all we collect and that's all we share. Um, and so there's no means for us to get anything else. Um, that's all we're after and we're only after about meeting the needs. So. Yeah, that's yeah, important. Really good answer too. Uh, I think that the other thing to add to that is what data, what does data mean to us? Data also means the personal impact. Mm. And so one of the things that we have enabled and continue to, to really want to grow is when someone's had their needs met, we want to enable them to share their story of having the need met. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's some privacy things and we, we would uh, be very careful to make sure that only went back to the person who was actually part of the generosity. But that's also a piece of data Mm. that story of someone and the impact that can unlock more generosity so mm. um, we're excited about where that can go yeah and it's all about unlocking more generosity absolutely yeah. always so meeting more need yeah oh. seeing a better future so so good how do you arrange partnerships with businesses i can imagine that is quite a process and can any industry be involved yeah so how do we arrange partnerships well um we just turn up to businesses and we tell them what we're doing and see if they want to partner <laughs> with our mission. Look, I think there's a... How can you say no? Yeah, so I think there's... Um, well, and I think that's actually, you know, the funny thing is how can you say no? Yeah. There is no risk to your business. The financial costs are minimal mm. and you're actually about meeting the need. So I think that first and foremost is like, why should you say no? There's no barriers to entry and we very much ensure that the model that we've set up is there's no barrier to entry. Like the, it shouldn't be to the point of, oh, hey, I'd love to do it, but your guys' fees are too expensive. No, no, there's no barrier to entry. Yeah, Anyone can get on this in any journey throughout their business um, stage. And so for us though, then partnerships is key, right? So you start thinking, um, you know, we've just talked about the physical point of sale. 
But you start thinking with integrations with large e-commerce platforms or large accounting platforms Mm -hmm. or, you know, widget integrations with invoices. And there's all of these things that you can do to receive those pay-it-for donations. So the short answer is every single business in every single industry across across the globe can be part of GoGenerosity. So you either have a product or a service that can meet the need. And so we've already explained that model. The other part of the model is that we can receive donations as a business mm. and then we can pass on those don- donations to the businesses that are on our platform. So, for example, you might you might be an accountant and you're like, hey, I love what you guys are doing, but we don't necess- have necessarily have a product or a service that can meet the need, mm. but we'd like to donate some money. Yeah. So what we can do is we can receive that donation and then we pass it on to all of the hairdressers, the restaurants and the, the beauticians that are on our platform to enable them to be more generous. So that enables them to make more meals, more haircuts, more beauty treatments. And so together we can actually, we can pay it forward for a better future. And so that's so cool. The thing we love about it is that you can be anywhere in any local community around the country and you are having an impact on your direct local community. And so that's really cool about what we're oh, doing. It's brilliant. It's really cool. It's scalable. That's the biggest thing. This, this impact strategy is scalable. How do you plan to grow the business so that impact can grow alongside it? And with that, what does the future look like for Go Generosity? Yeah, great question. Um, I we think, don't know. <laughs> yeah, great question. Great answer. Do we, do we have an answer? We have some theories. Yeah. And, and I guess the purpose of our beta testing is to test every theory and go, look, this is a, a small microcosm of the globe. But if we're clever about having diverse businesses and diverse charities and diverse corporate partners on this, that'll help us to test each kind of, you know, whole bunch of different parameters and theories. Mm. Um, the, the software thing is one, obviously just making everything as automated as possible. Um, backing that up with a really great communication so that people understand how to use it and can maximize the opportunity that comes with Go Generosity, so making sure it actually works for them. Yeah. And then I think the 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 third thing is is that uh, word of mouth. Like we've been really surprised in a very short space of time with a very small amount of effort. We are seeing people now approach us to be part of our platform. Yeah. And that's because they saw a post on social media. Um, they saw someone else who had um, liked someone else's post they'd seen it in a store somewhere Mm. Um, so we're really encouraged by that Um, for us for it to be scalable we have to have a lot of inbound inquiry you know it's not going to be feasible to go into every new market and have an outbound calling team and and do all that sort of thing so um, we're encouraged by what we're seeing um, but that that use of digital media is certainly going to and that digital word of mouth is going to be the thing that enables it to be scalable yeah that's great yeah that's awesome what is one piece of advice you would give a business owner and consumer wanting to use their powers for good? Yeah, awesome question. There's so many there's so many things that we could say um, to answer that. But I think the first one is just do something. Yeah. Get started. If you genuinely feel a burning desire to be generous or do something good, just start small. Um, and that could be as simple as like a, a free coffee for someone that comes in or taking a, a meal out to someone that you've seen who's who's doing it tough, someone that you know that's doing it tough. Um, the second thing would be to go and find, if you if you feel really good about that and you want to do more, you want to do this at some kind of increased scale, go and find partners to help you to do it. Mm. There's obviously people like us, but then there's also other awesome people doing great things who can help you to be generous too. Um, it's not something you have to do all on your own. And I think that's probably been the, the, the most encouraging thing for me was that our initial idea was that this was generosity made easy for our business partners. Almost every single conversation we have with someone, that's the response. Yeah. We've always wanted to do this. We have a genuine heart to help. But every time we've tried, it's just been too hard. We didn't know how to market it. We didn't know who to give it to. Mm. We didn't know how to share the story without it seeming, you know, like self-absorbed. Um, and you guys would understand that because you're both business owners, right? So you'd understand that just the day-to-day of running a business, adding something on, if it's too hard, it's in the too hard basket goodbye, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, I th- and I think that's obviously where, you know, where it first originally started. Um, yeah. I think, like I said, I, you know, our business didn't have money at the time of COVID. And so it was simply just that confronting moment of what's in your hand? 
well, in our hand is food. Yeah. We're restaurants, we make food. So how do we just get that food to people in need without it costing us more money, yeah. you know, and being able to partner with people in that way? And I think that's exactly, that's one of the other things is like, if you're out there and you want to do something, what's in your hand? Like, are you trading? Are you a restaurant? Are you a cafe? Like, what do you do? And just go do that. Yeah. Just go find someone to help with that. If you can give money and you can do other things, great. Awesome job. But just go give some service. Just go do what, what's in your hand. And so I think that's really powerful. Yeah, I, I think make it, don't make it an add-on yeah. to, to who you are and to what you do or, or a marketing angle. Mm. Make sure you build it into like who you are and who you're, and so this is probably yeah. more for larger teams, but it has to be baked into your values and your culture. So agree. Otherwise, when the communication is done around this thing that you're doing, people know that it's inauthentic. Yeah. And it's actually going to do probably less good for you from a brand perspective than actually help you to, to grow and get positive sentiment from it. So I think it needs to be part of, of your core values. Totally. Um, if it's not genuine and it's not authentic, maybe just wait until you feel like it is. You've found that right thing for you because greenwashing is a thing. And yep. the society, especially younger generations, they can see it. Like they can see through businesses that are just doing it because it's maybe the new thing or a trend. Um, and so you've got to be authentic. So both incredible answers. Thank you. And to wrap things up, how can we follow and support Go Generosity? <laughs> really easy, we hope. Yep. Uh, obviously, all the normal ones, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, we're on all of those and we're trying our best to, to keep consistent and keeping everyone informed of what we're doing. But also go and check out www.gogenerosity.com. Um, you can sign up to our newsletter there. You can find out more. Um, you can obviously get in contact with us if you want to have a chat or you want to inquire about adding this to your business or being part of it in any way. So, um, yeah, please do. Please follow us along. Please get in touch. Even if you've just got questions, we would love to talk more about this. We, we could do that all day. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. You guys are, are change makers. I'm completely inspired. And it's been awesome seeing the journey unfold. And it's going to just grow and grow and the impact's going to get greater and greater. And it's exciting to watch you guys. So I hope everyone listening has enjoyed tuning in. And please do follow and support what these guys are doing at Go Generosity. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Brian.